put it on the road. Instead, they put it on its stand and give light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. This is the word of the Lord for the people of I worked really hard this week to whittle my message down to 12 minutes. <laughs> Grace Corner is looking at me like good luck. <laughs> I was warned by my coach, Dr. Marcus Tripp, uh, to be careful of the habits that I start because you just may become accustomed to them. For the sake of emphasis, Mark, Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5, 14 through the 16th verse is the basis, the premise of this morning's sermon discussion. I would like to lift verse 14 again and a portion of the 16th verse just to be sure you follow. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light shine. Will you help me start out by preaching well this morning by looking over to your worship neighbor? Put on one of those big Kool-Aid smiles, if you will. Some of you have to smile all the long, man. Just look over to your worship neighbor and tell them, don't hide. It's like it's shining. My grandma 
just sweet and saintly, she is also incredibly humble and shy. And she put her hand on her cheek and turned to that young man and said to him, son, that is not my hair that you're looking at. My grandmama said that this morning before I left the house, I asked the Holy Spirit to shine through every crook, cranny, and crevice of my being. Ladies and gentlemen, I have come to share with you this morning the same sentiment of my great grandmama, Eloise. She prayed the prayer that every disciple and follower of Jesus Christ ought to pray, Lord, shine through me. And so, I've titled and labeled this morning's lesson, Don't Tie It, Let It Shine. This discourse between Matthew's Gospel chapters 5 and chapter 7 is what has been historically labeled as the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, Jesus teaches on an amalgam of subjects. However, today our attention is arrested on the subject of the identity of believers. We don't have to take a gap year between high school and college to figure out who we really are. There's no need for us to go on a discovery trip uh, to determine our identity. Jesus tells us directly and plainly that we are the light of the world. There are two things that we must do, two things that we should do, two things that we have to do with this information from Jesus. We should first of all embrace it, and then secondly we should embody it. Allow me a few moments, if you will, of your time to unpack those thoughts. First, it is important that the church universal and our faith community alike embraces our God-given identity. You are the light of the world. Uh, please understand that to embrace is a willful and enthusiastic acceptance and support. It's to hold something close as a sign of attention, a sign of affection, and a sign of attraction. We, we attend to the fact that we are the light of the world. If you, uh, in uh, times of old, when they had old oil lamps, you just could not light the lamp and expect it to burn all the time without ever refilling the lamp with oil. You attend to the light. Not only do you attend, should you attend to it, but there ought to be some affection for it. It ought to be endeared. Ladies and gentlemen, I enjoy the fact that we are the light of the world. Uh, not only do we uh, should attend to it, not only should there be some affection for it, but there is an attraction to it. When you are the light shining bright for Jesus Christ in a dark and dismal world, there is a sense of attraction to that light. And so Jesus' charge confronts our natural proclivity to dwell in darkness. He is calling us. Can you hear it? Can you hear the Lord today 
is the exact same recipe for giving God glory. It is letting our lights shine for Jesus Christ. It is in letting our light shine for Jesus that churches grow. It is in letting our light shine for Jesus that we develop. It is in letting our light shine for Jesus Christ that we give God all the glory and all the praise. Let me find some place and some way to land this lesson, lest I hold you too long and get so happy that I fly off of this pool. <laughs> Let me share with you, brothers and sisters, that there are no fancy acronyms or no giant conferences to attend, no marketing strategies in order to figure out what makes churches grow and gives God the glory. Just being who God created. Just being who God called. Just being who God has told us to be is what causes our light to shine. Embody it and embrace it. Jesus seeks to further drive home the point of our Christian identity through metaphor. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Hear the intentionality, if you will, in the word built. The word built offers to us a sense of premeditation. The word built shares with us a sense of desire and a sense of design. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Riverside, we are built on a hill. 735 Pierce Avenue on Maiden's north side. We are built on a hill to be authentically true to who God has built us to be. We must shine bright for Jesus Christ, and darkness will not comprehend us. In the face of crime, we must shine. In the face of hostility, we must shine. No matter the social or political climate, we must shine from our Reading la 